This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Yes, to you and welcome the person to the meeting. Glorious God, beautiful King, excellent God, I bow, I bow before your throne. Glorious, glorious God. Matthew 24, quickly. Beautiful King, excellent. I bow before your throne. Matthew chapter number 24, quickly. Get me verse 4 and 5. Matthew 24. I'll be teaching this morning by the leading of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to speak to you sincerely as your pastor, your friend, mentor to some friend to some and as a Christian Jesus said thou shall know the truth if there is a truth that means there is a lie is somebody here with me father bless your word entrance of your word bring it forth light and understanding to the simple illuminate this word let me not speak in the wisdom of man in the eloquency of human wisdom, but let me speak the simplicity of Christ and him crucified and resurrected. Lord, embed your word in the heart of your people. Bring it to the level of the comprehension of everyone that is here, not in words, not in eloquency, but by your spirit. At the end of the meeting, we'll boldly say, we've been with our Father. It's our prayer. May this be a testimony. We say this in the name of God the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Everyone that believes shall say, I didn't hear that. Everyone that believes shall say. Amen. Okay. Matthew 24. I'll be speaking this morning on what I've captioned the danger of deception. The danger of what? Deception. I didn't hear you. The danger of what? Deception. The danger of what? Deception. Deception. Shout it. The danger of what? Deception. Matthew 24. Verse 4 and 5. Let's go in unison. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And do what? Go to verse 24. Chapter 24, verse 24. And let's go. We have several scriptures to look into. And it would be good if you could write them down for your personal consumption. For there shall arise what? False Christ. And false what? Prophets. And shall do what? Show great signs. And what? Wonders. In so much that if we are possible, they shall deceive what? The very elect. Who are the elect, the redeemer of the Lord, the born again, the believers? Take me back to that verse 4 and 5 again. Back to verse 4. And Jesus answered and said to them. That means there was a question threw at him. They threw a question at him. Are you here with me? The church is a school. You are here to learn. Be better and be informed. If there is any time that that word deception should be taught, it is now. If there is any generation we should talk about deception, it is now. Why do we have to talk about it? Because it has creeped into the church. It's living in the church. You know, I've told you severally, it takes somebody in the church to deceive somebody in the church. Take heed means be careful. Look at your neighbor and say, be careful. 
that no man do what? Deceive you. It means that somebody will be deceived. As a matter of fact, a lot are being deceived. A lot has been deceived. Some have told themselves, some are so battered, they said they are no longer going to church again. Some have gone back from where they came from. Because a false Christ presented itself to them. Because on the last days, false prophets shall rise. Some will say they are Christ. He said, but take heed. How do you take heed? How do you take heed? It's very important. This Bible says, be careful for nothing. Does a fish survive without the water? So how can you, a Christian and a believer, be able to survive deception without the word? I ask again, can a fish survive without the water? How can a believer survive deception without the word? David said, thy word is what? A lamb, what? And a light to what? My path. The word of God drives away darkness and shows me direction. So when there is no word, you walk in darkness. And any man that is in darkness can be deceived. Somebody say, I hear you. Are you sure you're hearing me? That's what David said. We are teaching this morning. Preparing you because of the fraudsters that are out there. The evil that are out there. They are in your offices. Even if you are not going to look for them, they have graduated. They are so bold, they are coming to you. And I ask you this morning, how are you prepared? Jesus said, when I will come, will I find faith? Will I find faith? What I'm saying is, the pastors are not immune from it. HODs are not immune. Whether you are born again today, it's even worse. Some people preach Christ yesterday. Today, they are preaching themselves. When you see a congregation begin to make unnecessary reference about their pastor without Christ. St. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. There is no word he made, statement he made that Christ is not elevated. But today, we have become a God to ourselves. Be not deceived. Be watchful. Something. We are in a very terrible, dangerous time. It's called the time of Jacob's trouble. And for your own good. Stay by the word. Look, I never stay by the word. Leave the word. If you don't have Bible, go and buy one and read. It's getting tougher. I can assure you to get much, much tougher. But Jesus said, in the midst of the fire, I will be there with you. It will not burn you. When the waters are running through, it will not overflow you. Why? Because you are a woman and a man of the word. Have I spoken anything to you in this congregation outside of Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith? Thou shalt know the truth. The truth shall liberate you from every darkness and save you from dangers that are ahead of you. If you don't know the truth, I can manipulate this creature on your head. First King chapter 13. Let's roll quickly. Start from verse 4. I want to believe. The danger of deception. Anytime you are you deceive, you are deceived, you lose something. That's the danger. You can't eat your cake and have it. If you take your money and invest it wrongly, eh, the danger in it is that you become poor. In the church, members are duping members in the name of the Lord. That's a false Christ. 
In the church, people are introducing members to ungodly things in the church. What do you call that? Deception. And it came to pass, 1 King 13, when King Jeroboam had the saying of the man of God, which he had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar. Follow me step by step. Saying, lay hold on him. And his hand, which he has put forth against him, dry up and so that he could not pull it again to him. Go ahead. I will explain later. The altar also was rent and the ashes poured out from the altar according to the sign which the man of God has given by the word of the Lord. Six. Somebody say we are in school this morning. And the king answered and said unto the man of God, Entreat now the face of the Lord, thy God, and pray for me that my hand may be restored me again. And the man of God besought the Lord, and the king's hand was restored him again, and he became as it was before. And the king said unto the man of God, Come home with me and refresh thyself. I will give thee a reward. Now, this is a man from the beginning mocked God and his altar. And the power of God came on him as God's servant spoke, and his hand was withered. That was the king. And he cried a cry of, I am sorry. And God, through God's servant, restored his hand, and quickly he said, Follow me to my house, let me bless you. Somebody said, I don't want that kind of blessing. You know, Thomas said, you people say the master is real. Say yes. Even the master was standing before him. He said, let me put my, I know they pierced him by the side. We had the water and the blood gushed out. Can you allow me to put my hand? Jesus was standing before him. He said he must put his hand before he believed. He gave him his side. He put his hand. He said, now I believe. Jesus said, good. He said, but blessed are they that see it not and yet believe. The Bible said that this world that we are, they are adulterous and perverse generation. And they do what they seek for a sign and a wonder. If I speak the word of God and it is not good enough. To convince you to bless his work until you see cockroach appear before you can do that. You are not a Christian. Because the word is God himself. The word is Christ. It is the magicians and the sorcerers. The adulterous and perverse generation that seek for a sign. Jesus said, you seek for the Father, I am before you. If you have seen the Father, you have seen me. All of a sudden, the same king that looked down on the man of God, because he saw his hand withered and restored, he changed his mind quickly and said, come, I want to bless you. Progress. May God make you wise. Somebody tried to poison you today and you saw it tomorrow. He went to buy you a car to tell you he loved you so much. I know some of you will still receive the car. You will receive it. A daughter's and perverse generation. He has changed. Young girls, he's hitting and beating you. He has not paid your bride price. And you are saying he will change. You will die if you don't change yourself. Ask those who are into it. It has never changed. Any person who cannot change before you go, it will not change while in there. Take note of that. Wisdom is speaking. And the man of God said unto the king, just last week, a Nigerian yeah, lady who married a man from Holland. He has a daughter. You read it? She's buried. The man is still alive. Killed her in this Lagos. Lucky he, and killed the daughter. In that the house. The husband, not the enemy. Somebody said, I will not be deceived. And the man of God said unto the king, If thou will give me half thy house, I will not go in with thee, neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. 
in this place. We are in a generation that measured love by material acquisitions and presentation. But I, my master, the scripture recorded, before you say anything, he knows what is in the heart. He said, for he knows their heart. When a king, when a president invites you to bless you, you can imagine what he wants to present to you. But you need to know, you know, I told you, when somebody is presenting something to you, there are two things you must look out for. The intent and not the action. God bless the intention. You celebrate the action. That's what you celebrate. You celebrate the car, but God knows the intention of the car. You celebrate the free ticket, the first class ticket to Dubai or Hawaii or America or France or anywhere. God looks at the intention. You can't see intention because you are blinded by the ticket. Where is Samuel, our Sunday school teacher? Where is he? He's gone out. Now, he taught us last Sunday. I will still not forget. He titled it in the workers' meeting, Attraction and what? Distraction. For you to be distracted, you must be attracted first. Attraction is used to distract. You use a bait to get a fish to, ca to catch the fish. The bait is beautiful. That's the food that the fish like. But your intention is, you're not giving him the food because you love him. There's a hook in the bait. Somebody say, be careful. You will not be deceived in the name of Jesus. Verse 9. Run quickly. Quickly. For so was he charged me by the word of the Lord. By the word of the Lord. By the word of the Lord. Saying, eat no bread, nor drink water, nor do what? Nor turn again by the same way that thou comest. I'm talking about the word of God that is in you. We are in age. I think the one we are fighting now is tight. First fruit giving, this and that. That's what we are fighting. First Corinthians said, get me first Corinthians quickly. Chapter 1. First Corinthians chapter 1. Come down. Verse 3, 4. Verse 4. Or give me 7, 8. Go to 7. Let's start from there. So that you come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead. Who shall also confirm unto you the end that Blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead until I get to where I want. God is faith by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ our Lord. I now beseech you brethren by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ ye all speak the same thing. That there be no division among you. The reason why there is division is that some have been deceived. That's the only thing that brings division. Because some has been deceived by words. If you fail to read the word of God, you will read the word of man. If you fail to believe God, you must believe something. The devil come but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. God said to that prophet, do not eat anything, not drink water. Suddenly, in the midst of that, the king invited him. Temptation. I went to preach for a friend of mine yesterday, and we went through some very terrible streets. I started calling it uh, Temptation Street because... The, the crowd there and the way back, there's no way you will not offend somebody. So you have to be extremely careful not to hit somebody or touch somebody's way and other things. You have to, even though you're in your right position. For the Jews require a sign. 1 Corinthians 2, chapter 1. The Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto Jews a stumbling block and unto Greeks foolishness. 
But unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Look at verse 25. Because the foolishness of God is what? Wiser than men. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. Somebody say, I will stay by God's instruction. There is safety in the spoken word of God. In the instructed word of God. That is where you find life and truth. That will keep you away from deceptions of the time that we have found ourselves. Miracles, signs, and wonders without character is total deception. Anybody can do signs or wonders. Exodus told us that God instructed Moses to go meet Pharaoh. He said, this man is too... How do I present myself before him? Present what he's used to. There are some of you, there's nothing we have not preached here to stabilize you in faith. But you are like Pharaoh that must see a sign. The wood must become a serpent before it can get your attention. It's called the serpental spirit. He has entered some. Moses dropped the rod. The Bible says it became a serpent because that's the language of Egypt. That's the language that Pharaoh understands. Some of you, nothing moves you until somebody called the tree in the middle of your village. Then suddenly you just wake up. The word of God can never wake you up. You must see a serpental spirit manifest before you can turn to look. When he did that, the Bible said that Pharaoh called the magicians of Egypt. They also threw their own rod and it became serpent also. So what does that tell you? So does that validate the fact that Moses dropped the, the rod and it became a serpent? That shows what? And they also threw the, the rod and it became a serpent. Does that validate the fact that God is with them? No. Jesus said, adulterous and perverse generation seek for a sign. Back to First King 13. Let's run quickly. About what happened to this glorious servant of God. Who God called and spoke to one on one and instructed him. God is speaking to you through the word that is there. Amazingly, some put the Bible aside and, and go and look for friends and say, what do you think? What do you think? And they'll tell you what you want to hear. You'll hear it, the word of man or the word of God. Quickly, go back to where we were. So he went another way and returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. Because that's what God told him. As you are going on this assignment, the way you went through, don't come back through that way. Drink no water, collect no food from nobody. Some of you, you leave your home, your parents need you, then pray for you, give you instruction. And you say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. And as soon as you entered Lagos or entered that place, you meet another father who contradicts the opinion of your father and your mother. And you follow them. Now there dwell an old prophet. Somebody say old prophet. old prophet. Some have expired, not by, because of age or anything, but God has left them. But they are still carrying the tag on them. The church is still running. They are still flourishing. Cars, abundant cars in any church is not a proof that God is there. I want you to take note of that. Take note of that. That something is happening does not mean you can't see from scripture. They threw their own serpent. He also became, their rod became also a serpent. Take note of that. Now there dwell an old prophet in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. The word which he had spoken unto the king, them they told also to their father. This guy appeared from nowhere, and God used him greatly. And the news went to the old prophet through his children that this is what happened. Run quickly. Young, young men and young women, please listen. And their father said unto them, What way went he for his sons? 
has seen what way the man of God went, which came from Judah. And he said unto his son, Saddle me the axe so that they saddle. Quickly, go to 15. Let's cut it short. You can read the rest of them. Then he said unto him, Come home with me. Huh? And do what? Eat bread. Who is speaking to him? Who is he talking to? The Bible didn't say young. Please, don't, don't write your own Bible. I didn't see wrong. That's, that's, that's the problem we have. That's the problem we have. We are right here in church. You are calling young prophet. Show me. Show me where you saw all the things we read. Did you see young prophet there? God simply said he sent somebody a prophet. And we have added young to it. And he said unto him, come home with me. Eat bread. 16. And he said, I may not return with thee, nor give in with thee. Neither will I eat bread, nor drink water with thee in this place. Some of you, except a pastor comes with a Rolls Royce, with a, with a revolver, and with a, 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 an escort, with all the paraphernalia around to come. You don't believe he's a man of God. You don't take him serious. If you come down from Okada, God didn't speak to him. If he came to see you with a taxi, no, God is not with him. God is only with those who are on the horseback. Deception. That's why we are easily deceived. They have studied you, they know you, and they prepare for you. Look at yourself, say, I will no longer be deceived. I am a man of the word. I will be influenced by the word. I will be guided by the word. The word shall set me free and advance my cause. In the name of Jesus. If God says it, I will stay by it in the name of Jesus. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord. This is an old prophet now saying. God said to him. The old prophet stopped him. The old prophet said, God said to me by the word of the Lord. Thou shalt eat no bread, nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that thou comest. 18. He said unto him, I am a prophet also as what? A thou. I'm a prophet. I'm a pastor like you also. I'm a Vimite like you. Pastor said I should come to you. Pastor said I should do this. Con contact pastor and confirm. A lot of people send me sent me fraudulent invite on Facebook introducing business to me. I know they are members of the church. Some of them. I can tell you that. I know what I'm talking about. In the church. And the people I'm talking about knows themselves. But I'll still pastor you until you change. <laughs> and you really need to change. He said unto him, I am a prophet also as thou art. And an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with thee into thy house. God suddenly became weak. God suddenly could not remember that he told him, Don't eat, don't drink. God suddenly refused to speak to him, even when he's carrying out his mission, and turned to another prophet. God refused to tell him that I'm going to send a messenger to hear him. Bring him back with thee into thy house that he may eat bread and drink water. But he did what? He lied unto him. In the word he spoke, there's lie into it. How was he deceived? That's what I'm telling you. It takes somebody in the house, in the family, to deceive somebody in the family. There are people you will be eating with. You don't bother about the condition of your food and your drink. You just excuse yourself to go and eat because it's your sister, it's your brother. That's the way it's supposed to be. But I'm afraid. Guard yourself. Look at our neighbor and say, guard yourself. But he lied unto him. And he followed him. That's the summary of it. And he ate. He drank. By the time he was done, the same prophet turned again to tell him that God told you not to eat and drink. And you went to do that. The same person. The same person. And all of a sudden, he saw him off. 
As a summary of a lion came from nowhere. Read the rest of the scripture. And devoured him. Devoured him. Ate up himself. His carcass, his bone was there. He didn't get back home. Evil friend will not locate you. Amen. I am praying that you'll be alive in the spirit. To a point that you can point out when your friend has crossed the red line. It's called the red line. And look at him, look at her by the face. Said, I follow you to this point, I can't go beyond here. You can see danger written at the door. Your spirit is telling you, don't enter. But if your friend is saying, let us go, we don't already reach here. You have reached the red line. Turn, turn for your good. Turn for your good. Paul wrote to the church in Galatians chapter 3. He said, who has bewitched you? Oh, foolish Galatians. These are believers. Who has bewitched you? Oh, foolish Galatians. You began in the spirit. Now you're ending in the flesh. Give me 1 Thessalonica. Quickly, chapter 2. Let's roll. 1 Thessalonica. Or did I say first? Second, chapter number 2. 2 Thessalonica. Chapter number 2. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. We are going to verse 3 and proceed there. Quickly. Let no man do what? By what? I can't hear your voice. Let no man what? Some of you are where you are today because you have been deceived and yet you have not learned yourselves. Your experiences. Out of it. It's wanting to be deceived. It's one thing to be wise out of the deception of yesterday. It's another thing to continue to fall into the same deception by your friends, whoever. The devil can never use your enemy to deceive you. Take note of that. So if there are people you must be watchful, you must be watchful, you must be watchful, I repeat, they are your friends. Take note of that, they are your friends. Let no man deceive you by any means. By any means, mean either by a house or by a car. Free lunch, free trips. Let no man, by any means, is by any means. I will pay for you, let us go. It's not everything they pay for you free that is good enough for you to attend or receive. Take note of that. That that day shall come, shall not come, except there come a word, a falling away first. That man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. There's a falling away. A lot are falling away. Because they have been deceived. A lot of Christians are at home now, right now. Rolling on their bed. Because somebody had told them it does not matter. You can serve God at home. You can serve God on your bed. You can give God offering from your house. You can throw it at him. But I know there is something about the fellowship of the brethren. As St. Paul recorded in the book of Hebrews 10, 25, forsaking not the assembly of brethren together. That's the word of God. We are in a generation that we choose what we want to read and what we want to hear. Who opposed and exalted himself above all that is called God. That's exactly what is going on now. The spirit of the Antichrist is all over. Rampaging in the church. Opposing what is exalted. What is called God. He has exalted himself. We now have people with their human ideas. Opinion. Contradicting the word of God. That you can come to the church the way you are. Yes, but you cannot go to uh, 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 Buhari the way you are. You can see the deception. When it comes to appearing to the MD for an interview, you, take, you look at yourself in the mirror and prepare. But when it has to do with the house of God, God understands. Remember, he says, whatever be not deceived. Hmm? Whatever a man soweth, that's what, whatever is the impute you put in. 
For parents, the impute you put on your children are commensurate to what you are going to receive in due time. Bible says, don't be weary in what you do, for in due time you shall reap. God released, uh, was it Peter in the prison? He told him, put on your sandal, buckle it, put on your Dressed. God is interested in the way that you're dressed. Why was Jacob deceived in the Old Testament when he slept with his, is it daughter-in-law? Yes. The Bible says she wore the dress, the apparel of harlots. So there was a way they were known. Then they used to veil themselves. They, they used to cover it, their shame. But it's not like that now. We're talking about deception. It comes subtly, introduced to you by your very personal friend, contradict the word of God, and because you don't pay attention to God's word, you are deceived. He, this spirit exalts itself against the word of God to contend against the word of God. And because your flesh is closer to you, we are spiritual beings. The Bible says we are on this earth, but we are not of this earth. So there are things that we do that are mysteries to this world. We are mysterious people. We are not guarded by the principle of this world. It's a mystery. That's what we are. That's who we are. That's what we must be. They cannot be able to dictate to us what God has said. Why do we fight in God's word? Why are we rigmaroling over God's word? He sent forth his word. He said, as many of them that received them, received life unto themselves. And preserved. But we are in a generation that people are so deceived. Many homes are shattered today because the young man deceived the young woman. Told her what he's not. The young woman presented herself what he's not. And, and a mindset is built on it. The Bible said he came. The devil came and found nothing in him. Why can't you be real? Be real and be confident. Be real and enjoy your peace. Anytime you present falsehood, your heart is always panting. Your heart, your heart is always panting. Present yourself the way you are. When somebody knocks at your door, you peacefully rise up to open, not to send somebody to open the door. That's who Christ is. That's Christianity. Stop living a deceptive life. It's painful. It costs a lot to wanting to maintain it. Simplicity of Christ. You want to go and see that guy? Wear the dress you have. Don't borrow. Let him not form opinion about you based on what you borrowed. What if he come and say, I want you to repeat it? What do you say? We are speaking experience to you. Real people don't love you based on what you wear or the car you drive. They love you based on your dream, your vision, what you can bring out, your output. Your output. Your output. Stop deceiving yourself. Guess what? Before you are deceived, you have deceived yourself first. Amen, somebody. In Acts of the Apostle, chapter number 5, from verse 1 to the end, you can read that very well. It talks about Ananias and Sephora in the church as we are. Who sold their land and came to see the pastor, said, we sold this land and we are bringing the money to the church. But husband and wife agreed together. Why do we give all? Then also, why do you come to pastor and say, we sold one of our land to give for the building project. So you have formed an opinion that you sold it for X, Y, for the building project. Only for them to remove a portion. The scripture didn't tell us how much they removed. But the problem was that they, they, they came to deceive themselves. And thinking that they were deceiving the man of God or the church. And as he was speaking, the Holy Spirit spoke to God's servant. Peter, Ananias, why are you deceiving yourself? Why have you lied against God? Why the land remained? Is it not your own? 
Even after you have sold it, it's also your own. It's still within your power. Why do you have to come and say, this is two million we got out of the land. Why it was ten million? And God was watching. Because we just think that God is not here. That's why we do what we do, that God is not here. As he was, as he was just talking, standing right in the church. Bible says fear came on the church. Deception. Guess what? I can assure you, they didn't just wake up that morning and say, let us bring this amount. Somebody spoke contrarily to them, and it made sense. You know, it always makes sense. It always makes sense. Some are arguing whether tithe is Old Testament or New Testament. <laughs> so we have an Old Testament God and a New Testament God. That's what people are arguing. I am grateful to God that Jesus in his ministry time, he has a pause. The Bible says he has a pause. Nobody told me, I didn't read in the scripture how they are collecting the offering, but there is a pause. And so the church also had pause. The church is making expenses every day. The building is going on. Things are going on. The government of this world, you can see what Buhari government is doing to us. We are just starting. That's the right thing. They're giving you June. If you are here that your income tax, you are not got, prison is waiting for you. Prison. It's a big crime. Some of you are, are footballers. You know what happened to Ronaldo Messi? They almost gone to jail. Because of what? Evading of tax. If the government of this world will not take it lightly with you, that if you don't pay the tax, you go to prison. How much more, God? You see how we reason? We are not contending against that. The Antichrist spirit has come, thinking that he can stop the church. Guess, any time the church is persecuted, the church grows. The church expands the more. There are always people who don't bow down to bow. Because the things of God are spiritual. They are not physical. Anytime you raise anything and come, I told you, do you know the reason I give? I give one because God is my source. That's for me. That's what I preach. I don't give because people are, I give to demonstrate that one, God is my source. That's it. Two, God provided the source through which that thing happened. There are so many people who are more qualified than me that will have sat in that position. They may have even given ten times more than what I'm giving. So I give because of that. I give for security. I give to secure my destiny and my future. Because a time comes. You know, I've told you. You can have a billion naira. Issues of two billion will jam you. In a spinkle of an eye, those money are gone. I told you, I know somebody who earned a million naira. Before the moon end, he borrowed from somebody earning 100,000. There's no security. You give for security's sake. Nobody here survive. You don't survive because of the value of what you earn after 30 days. You don't survive based on what comes into your hand. It is God that is your sustainer, your preserver. And so when you take it away and begin to play Kalo Kalo with God, and begin to reason, some calculate up to two kobo, up to two kobo to God. As though if that doesn't happen, God kills you. We don't, we don't. When they say if you don't pay your tithe, God will kill you. That's not it. There are issues that, that comes out of it. It's more spiritual than physical, than where you see things. The one million can never be enough for you. The two million can never be enough for you. The car you are there. You know what is called contentment? It comes from God. It's a grace from God. To be contented, to be satisfied. It comes from God. There are people who drove to this church. They've left their car. They are looking at somebody's own. They are not contented that they even drove a car. These are what God put in you. These are what God helped you about. And when it's far away from you, you are vulnerable to anything. You are on your own. Verse 5. Let me round up this meeting. Remember you know that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. Go ahead. 
I told you these things. And now you know what we told her that he might be revealed in his time. It's talking about the spirit of the Antichrist. Gradually is being revealed and is getting more intense and more sophisticated. But run and prepare yourself. Jesus said, be not be deceived. Be careful. Behold. Look. Be careful. Watch it. We are alive is beyond miracles, wonders. Any person can do that. Native doctors can do that. Any Dick and Harry can do that. You are a person of the world. Bury yourself in the world, in the scripture. Anything that does not agree with the word of God, disagree with it. For your own safety, disagree with it. Raise yourself in the world. That's what David said. The world is a light to my path. That's my, I take my decision based on God's word. I don't take my decision based on my friend's opinion. On the circumstances or what is going on. I make decisions based on what God is saying to me. God is still speaking to his sons and daughters. If only you can open up your heart and your spirit. God is still in the business of speaking for safety, for preservations. And to keep you above the issues of life. There are evils in the land. There are dangers in the land. Everywhere. Blood and be spilled by men. Because they do not know. They have been deceived. Pastors are killing Tell me you saw the recent one that happened in Badon. Took a member, a female member, they slaughter, he joined the cause. Slaughter! Just because of the fame and the glory of this world. The fame and the glory of this world. Burying people in the pillars. Just as they decompose. And all, all the, what do they call the maggots. The more of the maggots, the more of the members. So you see some people are pushed to some certain place. They don't know what is pushing them. is beyond you. Just pushing there. When you are done, you don't even know what has happened. Leave. You are initiated. You are hypnotized because you have left the truth. I will round up in that Thessalonian. That chapter number two. Second Thessalonian chapter number two. Quickly. It talks about the deluding spirit. And what? The doctrine of the devil. Quickly. Verse 10. Verse 10 precisely. 10 and 11 we round up there. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not what? The love of what? The truth. Thy what? That they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. That what? That they should believe a lie. Go back to verse 10. Write it down. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, 10 and 11. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Because they receive not the love of the truth. That they might be saved. What it says is that there is no neutral zone on this earth. You are either following Christ. Or you are following the enemy. 11 says, for this cause, and for this cause, God sent them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. God does not destroy any person. When you see words like this written, what it simply means is that God backed out his grace. Back out his grace. Take for example, when your son is boasting before his friends of how good and how great he is. It is because of his father or mother that are behind him. When you go to VI or Ikoyu and see 16, 17 years young boys driving cars of 60, 50 million. Don't be weary. Don't be upset. Don't be deceived. It's not about them. It's about the power behind them. 
You know, Jesus said something. When they came to him, he said, the disciples of John, they fast. Your disciples, they don't fast. Why? He said, because the bridegroom is still with them. That's what he said. He said they don't fast. He didn't condemn fasting. He approved it. But he simply gave them the right decision. The reason why your daughter and your son cannot wash. He said, I can't wash. It's because there is a washing machine provided for him or her. Huh? The reason why he doesn't want to learn to drive is because there is too much money to pay for too many drivers. That's why I don't find it needful to, to drive. But guess what? Jesus said a time will come. The bridegroom shall be taken away. It shall be taken away. It shall be taken away. It shall be taken away. He, said, he now said, and then they shall fast. He didn't say maybe they will fast. They will fast. So it's better you learn fasting while the bridegroom is there. So that when it's gone, the difference will not be obvious. It will not be obvious. Learn to fast while the bridegroom is there. Teach your children how to wash without the washing machine. You have it now because of you. You may not be there tomorrow. You will not know where they will end tomorrow. There may be need for them to wash so that they don't cost you in your grave. God gave them delusion spirit. Doesn't mean that God put them into evil. God simply removed his cage. When he pulled out every man on your own, then the devil is waiting. What is keeping me and you is the Holy Ghost. Why you are not committing murder, you are not committing evil of the highest order, it's because of the Holy Ghost. It's called a restrainer. It's restraining you. That's why. It's not, make, it's not that you are better than any other person. Why you are not stealing? Because there is a restrainer in you. Why you are not on the streets? Because there is a restrainer on you. Don't cause God to remove the restrainer. Then your, your strength, the Bible said, your strength shall fail you. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.